welcome to another session of uh, our Tadabur, uh, where we ponder and discuss our thoughts and share our reflections of the chosen ayat. As usual, a disclaimer, we are not trained and qualified as Hafizahs, and we don't do our own tafsirs of the ayat. Our discussions are a result of our pondering over the ayat and how we can relate it to our lives. So this week, uh, we are focusing on asking forgiveness from Allah. I think it's something that all of us uh, can relate to. It's something that we constantly want to do. We want to seek for Allah's forgiveness. Uh, and this ayat is um, perfect for us to make reflections on. So this week, Nadia will uh, take the lead. So Nadia, on to you. Okay, so I picked uh, surah number 7, verse 23, which is surah Al-A'raf. This surah says, Our Lord, we have wronged ourselves, and if you do not forgive us and have mercy upon us, we will surely be among the losers. So this particular verse is, I realize, is something that I recite all the time after my prayers. So it actually comes from when Nabi Adam felt remorse for his transgression, but never knew how to say sorry. Basically, I think when he ate the forbidden fruit and then very remorseful, but he was lost and didn't know how to say sorry to Allah. So then Allah had this ayat which um, basically to ask for forgiveness on how to ask for forgiveness. From the podcast that I've been listening to, various podcasts, I've gathered that there are four steps in asking for forgiveness. The first one is to accept what you did is wrong, to identify the problem and quarantine it. So basically understanding what you're dealing with. So for example, if I am, I lose my patience with my parents, I need to identify that problem and understand it and admit it that I shouldn't be doing that. So, um, and based on another podcast that I listened to, they said that you should bring someone in to help you, like a family or a friend. Or you can also keep a journal if you are shy to ask people. And after doing that, you should talk to Allah. Put your hand up and make dua to bring you to the right path and ensure that you don't repeat that sin again. So the third step would be to replace a bad deed or even a habit. Because, um, for example, if we are always watching YouTube and videos that are, I would say, not good for us, or even listening to music, we would want to reduce that and try to turn it into a good habit instead. Like maybe, you know, listening to sharahans and stuff like that. It is also mentioned in another surah, which is Surah Al-Furqan, ayat number 70, whereby uh, Allah encourages you to replace a bad deed or habit with a good deed. Last but not least, I think this is a... A thing that you always see over and over again is to set your intentions. So like in whatever you do, always set your intentions. You can create a schedule or write it down so that when you write it down and you are very, you have to be very specific, you can actually follow through with it and make sure that you don't repeat that bad deed or habit anymore. So in asking for forgiveness and mercy from Allah, you always need to seek forgiveness first before you ask for mercy. And in our Tadabur session before, which we did not record the podcast yet back then, um, Mirta brought up this surah from Surah Anissa in about asking for forgiveness and repenting soon after, which also relates to Surah Azumar, that Allah is forgiving and merciful, which is also mentioned in Surah Al-Baqarah in Ayat 37 about Allah being merciful and 
forgiving. So um, in in asking for forgiveness from Allah, we always need to from the start accept that what we did is wrong and be sincere in our in asking for forgiveness, and also make the effort to actually replace the bad habit or bad deed or even the sin with a good deed and always try to set your intentions and make sure that you try not to repeat it. I mean, we are human and we tend to go back to our old bad habits, but we need to constantly remind ourselves that we should try to be to be better and try not to continue that bad habit. So for example, if I'm always waking up to like scrolling through my social media, maybe instead of doing that, I can, when I wake up after subo, I can maybe read one page of the Quran. So that is basically my reflections for this surah. All right, thanks, Nat. Okay, so you you mentioned about uh, setting goals or uh, trying to do something uh, is the opposite of that habit, uh, which is like okay, yourself uh, when you wake up, uh, you instead of looking at your phone, you uh, read the Quran. Uh, do you think what do you think about setting like achievable goals? Because we can only always say, okay, I shall not do so-and-so. And then, if we don't set, like, achievable goals uh, or small wins, how how can we reach the uh, ultimate goals? So, like, for example, what I do, maybe what you want to do when you open your phone, right, the first thing that you have on your screen, maybe on the first page of your screen is the Quran app. And then when you, so when you open your phone, you, instead of scrolling to your social media, you open your Quran app. Say, for example, um, and make sure you write it down. Um, like for example, today when I'm working from home, I actually write down all the things that I want to do, even write down to the prayers that I want to do. Um, what I did that every time I finish a task, I just take it off, even for my prayers, so that I am on track of what I'm doing today. I I also thought like you know we have this acronym you know, smart goals, so I thought it's important that you know we we keep our goals uh, achievable and realistic lah. You know like we cannot be saying that. Uh, you know, I think we cannot be too, uh, too, um, how do I put it? Too ambitious in setting our our goals. Uh, something that we may not be able to fulfill. So I mean, yes, we we should be positive in our in our mindset about about the change. But I think we also need to be very realistic. Uh, to ensure that we can achieve those goals before we go on to even bigger things. If you ask me to get rid of my music, like straight away I can't do that because I love my music <laughs> so I think it's like uh, small steps like maybe lesser music but more sharahan like like Nat said uh, the balance lah I guess yeah small wins celebrate small wins on the on the topic of forgiveness uh, I think Nat earlier mentioned uh, Surah An-Nisa right so I, I came across this uh, excerpt from a book actually. So for Surah Anisa, actually Allah told us uh, which kind of which kind of tauba he accepts and which is not acceptable to him. So in Anisa, uh, which is the Surah number four, the verses seventeen and eighteen mentioned that Allah accepts only the repentance of those who do evil in ignorance and foolishness and repent soon afterwards, because it is they to whom Allah will forgive and Allah is ever all knower, all wise. And then in eighteen. And of me, no effect is the repentance of those who continue to do evil deeds until death faces one of them and he says, now I repent. Now of those who die well, while they are disbelievers, for them we have prepared a painful torment. So I guess it is clear that um, when one commits any sin, 
it is essential for them not to delay in making any tawbah and uh, asking for Allah's forgiveness uh, through istighfar and also, um, you know, our solat, solat tawbah. And of course, when we have already asked for forgiveness, we should strive not to continue, not, not to repeat the same mistakes again. Lah. Yeah, in that sense. I think one of the videos mentioned about acknowledging our mistakes. Uh, one of the first steps, uh, acknowledging our mistakes, accepting what we did is wrong, and then uh, asking for forgiveness from uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, as well as actually, let's see if we did backbiting to, you know, to for us to go to that person and seek their forgiveness. But to be honest, right, this is really difficult. I think for all of, most of us, because I think it's an ego thing. Yes. Uh, yeah, for us to to actually go up to the person. So let's say if I I I backbite Farah to some to maybe to maybe not, tell, uh, and then you know I go up to Farah telling her, uh, Farah, I'm sorry, you know, uh, I have you no, know, I backbite you to to not. I think the the thing that's holding us back is always the ego, and then the what ifs like you know all the scenarios going you know going through our head like, uh, oh what if Farah you know chided me you know what if Farah stopped wanting to be my friend. Uh, you know what? If Farah goes around telling others that you know I'm such a mean person, that kind of thing. Um, well, it is easy for us to actually, um, you know, say that you know we should go and you know seek forgiveness from, from, from that person. I think it takes really real a lot of effort, real effort on our end, intention also, uh, to and seek courage. forgiveness. Ah, uh, yeah, and courage. Uh, to seek forgiveness from the person that we have wronged. Yeah, I think it's easier to. Like pour your heart out when you are, when you made a mistake, you admit it. Uh, it's easier to 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 uh, say or to talk to Allah about it than to go up to someone and say, "Hey, I'm sorry, I did this and this without you knowing behind your back." So, uh, it's, it's really really tough. So I guess uh, in a way, it's sort of like having thought of this. It sort of makes us not want to do it. It's sort of a deterrent. So like, if you don't do it, you don't have to you know headache over it. Like. How do I approach this person for to, to say sorry? So to also write on like graphs that we should make tauba like immediately after we realize what we've done is wrong. Uh, it's also it's it's important lah because when we when we commit sins, um, it has an impact on our souls and mind. Uh, this is just an example lah. You did for so long and then you find that your sins accumulate. You tend to get further and further away from Allah because you feel like mm, you're not worthy of His forgiveness or like my sins are my sins are too much to ask for forgiveness. So it does have an impact on our souls and our minds. And also our dua may also get help back. Uh, we may not get what we want. It's it's really the best to immediately ask uh, for forgiveness from Allah, and always always remember that He is merciful. Like Nat has mentioned just now, there are several verses in surahs that Allah describes Himself as merciful. So we need to start believing that also. And um, I think one of the ustaz mentioned that you shouldn't take your sins lightly because if you take it lightly, as it goes by, it becomes like a norm to you. So for everything that you do, you need to remember that it shouldn't be taken lightly, even though it's small sins. I mean, it's, it's of course it's difficult, but I think if we try with the small things, inshallah, as we go along, we will get the hang of it. I, I forget easily. I mean, it's a blessing lah for me. But the thing is, but when I do remember, I, 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 I try, I try, and turn to him. I need to practice my ibadah. Like, 
I mean, it's a given that you will ask for forgiveness. But you yeah. know, actually, when I do my prayers, ah, I don't like actually think through, ah, uh, what have I seen for that particular day? More generally, ah, uh, uh, yeah. I think previously not mentioned about uh, asking for forgiveness for our the things that we have intentionally done or unintentionally committed. Yeah, yeah so it sort of covers everything in a way. Yeah, because I think if we were to think about all our sin that we have done, I think just for the day, I think we probably have hundreds. Like for me, right, I think why I pick out the surah is because like, um, you know how you always just say, when you read your prayer, you uh, when you make dua, you just like, oh Allah, please forgive me for the sins, whether intentional or unintentional. And then I realized there's actually a ayat for it. You know, there's a, like, there's a specific ayat for it. And I realized that it's something that I always recite. And even in your, when you saw that, in your, all the surahs that you read, that is actually, I think, asking for forgiveness in it. Yeah. So it's, I think as you pray and you read the du'as after your prayers, there is actually like a few surahs asking for forgiveness and mercy. So uh, for me, it's that I just wanted something to, like Nabi Adam, it's like, how does he apologize to Allah? So he, he was remorseful for what he did, but he wanted to know, how does he apologize to Allah? We can pick out the things that we realize and also like do a general one. Yeah, maybe, you know, you can ask for forgiveness for, let's say, um, our dosa towards our parents, our spouses, our, our spouses, or even to, you know, to others, you know, that, that kind of thing. Uh, for the day, if you realize, right, you said some, like you raised your voice at your husband, then at the end of the day, you just say sorry to him and also like apologize and I ask for forgiveness from Allah. Lah. You ask for forgiveness from him and also from Allah. So I had an old friend who, this was some time back, she randomly messaged me, DM me on Instagram to apologize. Like this is a friend who's, who I've like known since primary school and we went to the same secondary school and we were close at one point and uh, we had our normal fights and everything. But uh, at one point in our adult life, she actually messaged me on Instagram to DM to apologize to me for all the things that she's done, which I was caught a bit off guard. But of course, I reciprocated and said that um, I asked for, for, for her forgiveness too. And she was very happy about it. So I think if like you are afraid to approach a person in person, what you can do now with text and like Instagram and everything, you can message the person so that if they come back with you like being suspicious or what, you know your intentions are clear, but I guess at least you don't need to face the person, you know? Yeah, that's one way to yeah. make use of technology. Yeah. So I have yeah. I have one sharing. Uh, I don't know whether it's related or not, but I'm just, just going to say, uh, the other time I attended a class for Al-Bazaar uh, at Al-Qutwa uh, by Mr. Taufik. It was a topic about Al-Bazaar, like what happens after we die and everything. So he came on the topic about deeds. So we can, we can do a lot of deeds on this earth, but if we wrong someone and we tak sempat or didn't get to apologize to that person, our deeds will get transferred to that person. So um, you may be well on your way to Jannah while uh, during the um, judgment, but because we didn't apologize to certain person for what we did to them, uh, our deeds will be transferred to them. So like uh, he did emphasize that it's important to spend the rest of your life trying to find back people who you feel like you're wrong, apologize to them. Uh, it's best to do it lah so that later on you tak rugi in that sense mm. where your deeds are concerned. 
So, like, for me, I think it's not only about seeking forgiveness, but really being intentional and sincere about it. So, like, macam, uh, I feel like there's no point in um, us just, maybe, let's say for me, just texting someone, oh, no, I want to seek for your forgiveness, but not acknowledging what I've done wrong, or even, you know, being half-hearted about it. Macam, tak, apa, tak ikhlas lah in that way. So, Yeah, I think it's very important that we set our intentions right when we, you know, when we seek this forgiveness. And of course, at the same time, also seek Allah's mercy uh, to forgive us for whatever uh, sins that we have committed towards that person as well. A big part of seeking forgiveness is to have the intention and follow through. And the best thing is don't make excuses for the mistakes. Like, you you know how people can apologize to you and say, I'm so sorry uh, for doing so-and-so. It's only because so-and-so. I don't really want to hear the so because of so and so because it just you're just pushing the blame to to someone else and that's uh that's the characteristic of Alpan. He disobeyed Allah and then uh, his immediate response was to take the responsibility away from himself. So that's something that we don't want to do. So when we seek for forgiveness, um, acknowledge and pretty truly acknowledge and set your intentions right. Yeah, not justifying our actions lah in that sense. Yeah. yeah. We are only human and we make plenty of mistakes. But Allah's door is always open if we are willing to ask for forgiveness. Lah. So like if Allah can forgive all sins, then what makes us hang on to hatred towards people who wrong us? Wow. Yeah. Mm. So Deep. let's try to just forgive everyone. Lah. Even though if they don't seek forgiveness from us. Well, I agree about that part. Like just forgive everyone. You're You'll be the better person. Yep. And yeah, on top of that, I think it is so difficult and heavy to actually be living in such, I mean, to to have a lot of uh, resentment towards people, you know, living living day to day with a lot of resentment. So, you know, forgiving really, I think, releases all these uh, feelings. Uh. Yeah, if you look at uh, the definition of forgiveness, it's just, uh, forgiveness is a release of resentment and anger. Wow, I Hopefully, I can be a quotable quote. It will be relatable for all of us. Yeah. We'll get to our main takeaways now. I'll start with myself. Um, so my main takeaway is uh, not to make excuses for our mistakes. Don't try to justify it. Don't blame anyone else. Just own up for our mistakes. Uh, and take for forgiveness. And then ask for Allah's mercy to uh, forgive us. And that for whatever sins or whatever wrong that that is in this world, uh, when Allah gives a command for you to not do it, it does not benefit Him in any way. It is just for our own good. And who are we to question uh, Allah's judgment? Uh, like Raf say, uh, if we make a sin and we realize it, uh, immediately make uh, taubat because it has an impact on our souls and our iman and our dua may also get held back and it's not something that we want. So what about you, uh, Nat? Yes, the reason why, uh, just to wrap it up, the reason why I picked this surah is be- this uh, verse is because I wanted to try to find a proper way to ask for forgiveness from Allah. And uh, like I think Farah has mentioned, you know, you accept what you did is wrong and then you replace the bad deed with a good deed. And also it's very important to set your intentions. So at the end of the day that um, when you have your intentions your niat, you are on your way to, or at least halfway there to 
being a better person and ensuring that you don't repeat your mistakes. Or even if you do repeat, you are always reminded that um, this is wrong and you, as you go along, you try to reduce it. Raf, any thoughts? Uh, okay, I think for me, my main takeaway is, of course, um, setting our intentions right when we seek forgiveness and also, you know, having uh, proper intentions. Uh, but at the same time also, um, I guess I just want to highlight that... Um, you know when you know when 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 we sin or rather when we when we have committed a lot of sin, you know don't ever think that we are not worthy of uh, Allah's mercy and forgiveness. Uh, you know how you know how sometimes um we feel that people are judging us, saying that you know oh you know you know you will never be forgiven by him. You have sinned so much, but you know don't despair. Uh, do not think that we are not worthy of his mercy and forgiveness. So we should be seeking uh, Allah's forgiveness as soon as we can and sincerely repent. Uh, and inshallah. Uh, he will accept our, uh, you know, our forgiveness. Alright, what about Mirta? Okay, just adding on to Raf's point. Allah loves those who repent, so don't lose hope in Allah's love. And if you ask forgiveness from from someone, they might also love you more, lah. Alright, Ayin. Uh, for me, I think no matter how small or big. Um, our sins are uh, always turn to him. Lah. You know, I should immediately turn to him and ask for forgiveness. And I don't know, not take it lightly, whatever sins I've done. Like what you said, uh, not, don't, don't, don't make it a habit. Lah. Like, like, uh, like, it's a small sin, so I should just brush it off. But I always should uh, turn that as a moment to turn back to him and make taubah. Okay, that was a uh, great and timely reminder uh, on how we can uh, practice asking for forgiveness from Allah because uh, Ramadan is coming. It's in another 28 days. Uh, Ramadan is the month of mercy, compassion and forgiveness. So we should do all that we can to uh, seek Allah's mercy and ask for forgiveness all month long. It's a month that we should um, spend more time building a relationship with Allah. So that's all for this week's Tadabur. If you like our discussion today, don't forget to follow our Quran journey on Spotify. We will release uh, new Tadabur sessions weekly. And also follow us on Instagram, our Quran journey as well, where we post our Quran journaling spread and you can take some motivation from there. Alright, thank you. That's all for today. Assalamualaikum. Bye. Waalaikumsalam. Waalaikumsalam. <laughs>